What is good, y'all? Episode 11, short story bingo, our stories. My name is Nate Chacon the third. Uh, thank you guys so much for coming back. Um, and yeah, we have another guest today. We're going to make it pretty quick here. Um, I spoke with Rodney Arcia, who goes by Arcia, who goes by Isaiah Blends on Instagram. Link is below uh, to follow him. He's a local barber here in Salt Lake City who has uh, really stepped his uh, his game up. And uh, we were able to talk about his new family, um, the grind that uh, him and his business partner um, went through in order to get their own space. Uh, marketing, and also took a deeper dive into, you know what, <laughs> getting ahead of myself, subscribe, like, all that, um, I really do appreciate it, and uh, yeah, we'll get into the episode, and just very, very grateful, y'all, head over to utahrapper.com, use the code we miss you for free shipping on all of your purchases, so thank you again, uh, Short Story Bingo, episode 11 of Our Stories. Here we go. See you at the end. Short story bingo. Short story bingo. Short story bingo. Short story bingo. Sometimes they're funny and sometimes they're sad. Most of the time they're funny because I hate to be sad. Short story bingo. Short story bingo. Short story bingo. Short story bingo. But don't take my word for it. Spare fingers. Yes. Ready? Yeah, okay, here we go. It's gonna be dope. Let's get it. Alright, one, two. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Short story bingo. Our stories. My name is Nate Chacon the third. If this is your first time, welcome. If it's not, the retention program is working. What I typically do on this version of the podcast, I either talk to friends or folks that I have been following for a while uh, to get to know them a little bit more and hopefully become a little bit better friends at the end and drop some gems along the way for y'all to pick up. I want to say thank you to everyone that has um, the new subscribers and uh, because I've been watching uh, and all the love that was uh, just recently sh shown on the Hard Castle episode. Um, man, we really were able to get deep and him and I uh, have a pretty... Uh, deep relationships so like to be able to talk not just about music was fucking fun so check that out and then uh, all the other uh, interviews from the our story series i certainly appreciate it and i can see on my algorithm that folks are paying attention and checking in on apple podcast so if you could drop a rate if you rate it five let me know if you rate it one fucking let me know it's all good <laughs> with that said um i've been saying that i don't have a sponsor when i could be when I have a sponsor. So moving forward, short story bingo. One of the sponsors is my own clothing brand. So Gabrino Grimes signature it makes most sense to do that shit, right? Yep. Head over to utahrapper.com or gabinogrimes.com and receive free shipping. When you use the code, we miss you. I'm wearing, um, one of the, I'm wearing the PSA 10, uh, sweater right now. And, um, yeah, this is a hat that's off the website, too. I, I'm hip-hop hat. Uh, but, yeah, so we are sponsored officially by fucking utahrapper.com by myself. And I would love it, to, uh, you know, if you guys head over there. So, all right, all that out of the way. Um, episode 11, short story bingo, our stories. I have on today, um, do you go by, do, do you go by, do you go by Rodney or Isaiah Blends? Rodney. 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 Okay. But but people that meet me through this meet, know me as Isaiah Blends. Okay. So episode eleven with Rodney, y'all. Rodney. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um. So I I when I was uh, on my way um over here and honestly all week i was thinking about uh when how did i like come across your um pause how did i find your profile and it was when as i was like i i i think uh if i remember correctly you told me that it was uh 
Regal. You know Regal Barbershop? Yeah. Regal, okay. Re- I think he had either recommended me or he had like, you had seen him on his page or something. Is I think that, I was working out with him. That's right. Okay. That's yeah. right. I got my first cut from you at Regal in Murray. No, no, no. You, you came to, I was at Ramirez. Oh, Ramirez. So, that's right. You told me. So when I had asked you like, oh, how did you hear about me? You told me you found me on uh, Regal's Instagram. Yeah, that's, that's right. Me. Excuse me. Okay. That's what it was. Okay. Shout out to Regal, though, for sure. And also Ramirez, uh, Barber Lounge, too. Um, Okay, so that's that's how I first, uh, yeah, came upon. Like, there's um, other barbers that I certainly uh, have gone to. Shout out to my boy Jody um, over at Clean Cut uh, Barbershop. Um, And then Calhoun over at Another Level um, as well. They both have uh, faded me up pretty good. And, um, yeah, like like I... After the first, I think for me personally, like a haircut is, um, I, I think maybe like what would be equal to a, for a chick, like, uh, like a pedicure or some shit or, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Definitely. Yeah. Um, or like a facial or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like, cause you usually come out like, or you, when I'm done dog, I feel fresh as fuck. Oh, and yeah, I, you, it, you it, go ahead. It's like psychology kind of yeah. like. You, you, you could have just talked, you know, talked the, I don't know, just had a good talk with the barber or you maybe like the haircut makes you feel a certain way and definitely makes you feel clean. So feeling clean definitely helps you. I feel like throughout your day, uh, like just be more productive. Yeah. Dog, it's, uh, look good, feel good, fucking yeah. work good, all that shit, you yep. know? Yeah, um, yeah. you mentioned just now that I want to tap into, um, talking, like if it's just talking to your barber, do you find that you come across some pretty fucking intense conversations whether they're very deep or personal or yeah for sure uh usually i mean i, I would have if i would have came in this game like in the beginning and i would have i would have definitely would have never expected like people to open up to me so quickly mm. but i think i believe that's that's really a, a you thing like you got to be able to open people up to to trust you you know what i mean because not not everyone is just gonna tell you certain things that have might have happened to them but when I'm here, man, I try to just give everyone the best experience. And, uh, yeah, like like I said, most of the time, man, it's people that I don't even know right. that, that are opening up to me about some, some pretty crazy and deep <laughs> and funny things at a time, you know. But sometimes, yeah, it's sometimes it is uh, negative, and I just try to do my best to, like, give them advice, you know, advice yeah. that I would want to hear or something. Damn, is that something that is taught, like, in school, too? Like, I uh, maybe, maybe what's taught actually maybe what's taught is like create the experience like you said yeah you know is this is that like any touching of base of like hey they might like you might have to turn into a a barber therapist real quick uh i don't think they push it as much as they should but i mean but i'm not gonna lie uh i I was only in the barber school like two months man uh i didn't i didn't agree with like the whole like how much they were charging me and stuff so i i just ended up getting an apprenticeship but anyways uh yeah, I I don't think it's taught really in school. It's more so like what you wanna what you wanna bring forth to your own career, you know? Because that's mm. the beauty of this career is, is uh, in this job is that you you dictate how much you make and you dictate how your success is in 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 a way, in a way like um like in the, in the barber school, man. I'm gonna lie, you're not gonna really get too many of those experiences. I don't think. Yeah, because a lot of men, a lot of men that go in there and women sometimes like they just they're just there for a haircut. Yeah, quick, they're just looking easy, you know. Yeah, in and out. I mean, you you do provide a a, a different experience. So I mean, like from uh, I, like whenever I come in, I definitely have the I, I could because I have products that so we have to wash out product on my hair, yeah, yeah. and then um, a towel, you know, hot towel, and I mean, yeah. the, so what I'm getting at though is um, through your whether it was school or just your experience, I think that it's important that for my just for me to understand like you take a a very vet invested approach to like customer service definitely yeah definitely because the way i look at it if i can provide uh something that let's say because there's a lot of barbershops around 100 percent. if i can if i can provide something service quality that maybe the, the the guy down the street isn't offering then the chances of them coming back to me are way more likely than if I wasn't like being my best, mm-hmm. does that make sense? Yeah. Like, but at the end of the day, I think I'm just I'm just kind of just being myself at the at the end of the day. You know, like 
I've always wanted to help people. That was like my main goal. Like, I don't think you wake up and just want to be what you are today. You know what I mean? That's so a like, good point. Yeah. So like, I, I kind of just implement what, what I was taught as a, as a kid, you know, from my dad and my mom. And I'm like, like, I'm, I'm the oldest of five. Oh, damn. So, so I think it's like in my nature to kind of like look out for people, you know, and most people that come in, I can like my clientele is, 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 they're young, like still in high school and stuff. Uh, I, I used to cut up a lot of my friends, but like as as you get older, man, you start you start growing apart, and, and like certain things, like just you know what I mean, like people just go their own ways. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, to to like get to back to your point, like I think, uh, yeah, I I I find that like one of the number one things you have to worry about. Yeah. Is customer service. I think so too. I mean, in order to create that sustained base of retention, like yeah. you, you like. They understand like what they're getting and um, that it's going to be performed at a high level. You know what I'm saying? And not only that, like yeah. it's a welcoming area. Like For that's, sure. that's a big yeah, fucking thing. Yeah, man. Cause you don't, I mean, you're in here, man, and you get all types of people, you know what I mean? And you don't know what someone's going through. Yep. Even like, even with me and my partner, like uh, we even like discussed about how like we shouldn't really course joke but it's hard because we're in a barbershop and the barbershop a lot of people course joke you know what i mean like mm -hmm. they say things as a joke and it might be a joke but you don't know what someone's going through that day you know what i mean so it's like you kind of have to know when and when to not you know like have an on and off button in a sense what, what did you say course joke what? yeah like course joke what, what does that mean um like when you when you say something Course like C O U R S E. Yeah, course joke. Okay, okay. Well, it's, kind of, it's kind of like when how how can I? I've never this? heard that. So I'm. My partner taught me this, but he he he's because he was he's like kind of into. Well, he's really into books, anyways. Uh, but course joking is kind of where like let's say I would be like oh like I'd make fun of your hat yeah you know or something like I don't know like it would be like a like I was I didn't mean it. In a sense, to really like joke on you, but like sometimes that that could hurt someone's feelings if oh, if like okay. you, you know you know not a lot of people can express themselves. I feel like yeah, like so course okay. joking pretty much is it's like it's just like joking about some what somebody has on or just pretty much making fun of someone. So you gauge folks then um, like if it's a completely new client that is not even a referral or anything, they just come your way. Um, Pause again, damn, Doc. Uh, <laughs> um, they, you know, they're in the chair or whatever. And you, honestly, sometimes I, it sounds like you have to like fill it out a little bit to some degree. Just like, oh shit, what can I say? What can I say? Am I, are you just coming in to get a haircut? Like that's what that's that's what you have to find out. Okay, that's that's okay. part of the. Um, you it's know, like discovery. Yeah, it, I'm telling you, this it's a lot harder than it looks. Yep, I. Like you have to adapt to the person, not only the person but their hair. Like hair, hair reacts different, bro. Like everyone's hair reacts different to to a clipper. Everyone's hair texture, everyone's scalp is different, everyone's color, hair color is different. So all that you have to, you know what I mean? Take that all in and, and within like a five minute time span, maybe. Yeah, that's that. That's probably <laughs> the, that's that's probably as long as you want to talk to your client and. and, and and discuss with them and see what they want and their, their you know what I'm saying their do's and don'ts, yeah. their likes and their and their don't likes. You know what I mean? Like, so it's a lot, man. That you gotta be fast with. And I think, yeah. So I I have to really read read the situation, you know. And I and I and I do that by asking questions. Like that's the easiest way to do it. Like I'll ask someone how they're feeling or what what they're up to today. If they're easy at work. opening questions, yeah, basic yeah. questions. But yeah. those basic questions, you know, they lead to more deeper conversations. Right. Yeah, not all the time, but that's that's where it's like that's part of the game, you know. Oh, and, I, and I'm fine with with absolutely. any with any of it, bro. Like I could talk your head off, or I could be quiet and let you relax and enjoy your time, you know. Yeah, we definitely have some barber talk. That's for fucking sure. Definitely, there's man. A, there's I, a, th a, I think that's why you know we've how long you been coming to me, though? Um, getting your hair good by me? I don't probably like two years now. No, yeah, roughly. Yeah, roughly about. So like. I don't think that just, you know, you don't just stick around just for like, I mean, yeah, the cut's good. The cut's good. Yeah, no, the cut's good, but it is because like we fuck around. Experience. Yeah, yeah, it's an experience. It's yeah, a whole, definitely. All and like I, I, I can recall, you know, opening up to you and then you opening up to me yep. about certain things. So like, it's just like a brotherly, brotherlyhood thing. Yeah, yeah. We definitely have had um, some good conversations and it's like definitely. deeper than just like joking around and shit. Yeah. Um, and that speaks to... 
uh, one, the experience and also what we've already touched on, which is like comfortability and the spa type of feeling like coming out of like leaving this place and being like, man, I'm refreshed and shit, you know, because I, I was able to talk without, um, being judged. being judged or like having to filter super hard, you know, or worrying like, about it getting out, you know, yeah, like, yeah. what's the, like what stays in the shop, what's set in the shop yeah. stays. This here. is Vegas. This, this is, is basically Vegas. Vegas. This is little sorry. Vegas, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so to speak back to um, the uh, when I first even uh, came across your profile on Instagram, yeah. um, I want to tap into like marketing and what that means for you because your Instagram is pretty good. You, you do pretty well with, um, uh, and that let the people know where your Instagram's at. At, uh, at Isaiah blends. That's just that, that. Just Isaiah blends. Yeah. No yeah. Space. With a Z with a Z. Yeah. Blends. Isaiah blends. Yep. That's why I'm, that's why I said at the beginning, like, do you go by Rodney or Isaiah blends? Because that's how I fucking first Isaiah blends sounds better, but my first name is Rodney. Right. Yeah. Is Isaiah your middle name? My middle name. Oh, okay. Well, then there we go. See, yeah. I never knew that. All and, right. and back in high school, my friend gave me gave me my my barber name, quote unquote. Oh, he called you Isaiah Blends. Yeah, he called me Isaiah Blends. Like he texted me like after a cut. He's like Isaiah Blends. He's like he, he texted me that he liked this cut, and I was like, damn, I'm gonna take that, bro. Yo, I'm gonna use that shit. Oh, I, I really texted him that. I was like, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna take that. Like. Rodney Blends doesn't doesn't sound as cool. As <laughs> Rodney Blends, Isaiah Blends, yeah, Isaiah Blends. Okay, so your Instagram, Isaiah Blends. Um, yep. how important is it to you? Do you have a cadence on there? Um, as far as posting is concerned, like, is it once a week, twice a week? What's that look like for you? And do you feel like maybe you're not doing enough? Like, yeah, what, like what, that, Just walk me through the yeah. the marketing for what that looks like. Well, I'll start off by saying I'm definitely not doing uh as much as I should. But to start, man. Uh, like before I started getting busier and stuff, like I definitely would post about probably like three times a week, three to five times a week, almost every day if I could. Like that, that was my algorithm. Like post every day, um, try to get more than 10 comments within the first hour. Like that's, you know, those type of things and like help you end up on the explore page. Um, but definitely, uh, it's, it's a big, it's a big deal for me, uh, and it was in the beginning, but I definitely need to, you know, just be honest with you and tell you that I definitely do need to work on posting more and being more, I don't know, like marketing more, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I've been busy with other things in my life, but definitely, uh, posted a lot, man. I would post a lot and I would even pay to promote my post and that would help too. Um, hashtags, you know, everything. My hashtags have actually have helped me a ton, man. I can't even like, I, so many people that I've met, like even like celebrities, a couple of celebrities, not too big, but they found me on hashtags. You know, it's, it's not hard to just look hashtag Utah barbers and then they'll go through like a whole bunch of list of barbers and then they'll see my picture and they'll be like, oh, like I like this picture. Like this mm-hmm. suits me. And then they just get in contact with me. So definitely, man, it's better than it was before. Yeah. And in general, like marketing, man, like if, if you don't have clientele in your chair, you know, coming in and out, I mean. It's really just your own fault. Right. Because there's no excuse. Like back then, bro, you had to go out and put flyers on cars. Yep. and Still uh, do sometimes. Yeah. yeah. It's be- It's good it's to do that. Bad. Yeah. It's, it's not definitely bad. not bad. You, you know, hand out business cards like yep. in person. You actually had to be there. Now you can just pom- like post a picture, 100, 800 people will see it. There's a chance that they'll hit you up. Now, see, since we, I'm glad you brought that up, um, as far as like the person to person, um, marketing so like fl- ticketing or flyering yeah um there is an element to taking a flyer home still that that is uh way different than going through your phone definitely you know mm-hmm. so when i say like putting flyers on like just cars and shit like yeah. even when, if i get one on my car like i'm still grabbing it and holding it and taking a second to look at it yeah most people i would i, I I don't have a fucking number for it, but I, w- I would gauge like at least six mm. out of 10 people will grab it and look first. Yeah. If it's an eye catching thing uh, within the first like nanosecond, then it's like, okay, what are the details? And that's how like that processing kind of works. You know, um, when it comes to the marketing through like Instagram or Facebook or whatever, because of how quick you can move to the next, I call them channels. Like everyone's got their own channel. So like this, because you can go this quick um, to the next channel, 
you have to be much more eye popping yeah. with uh, your um, your marketing. But it's very to your advantage to show your end product, which is the haircut, yeah. as the post. You Definitely. know, yeah. rather than just like a fucking flyer. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um. So that's interesting to think about because like uh. That was one thing that, I mean, I've gone through your posts even still, like, to be like, man, I want this type of haircut or whatever. Yeah. It's like going through. That's you a, know. It's a modern day portfolio. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. That's a that's a great way to put it. Um, and you so you mentioned that, like, marketing for you, uh, I think, have you thought about, like, how how your marketing should tick up a little bit? Like, <clears throat> in or am I, are we just digging that shit out right now? No, definitely digging it out right now, but it's been something that's been on my mind for a while. You know, yeah. uh, I look at my posts. I even have people hitting me up like, why don't you post anymore? And I'm like, that's a sign, you know? It's a sign we're talking about it. Definitely. Uh, you got to look at things like that. And those those things, you know, motivate you to kind of post more. But like I said, uh, it's one thing to talk about. It, it's one thing to actually do it. But uh, definitely gonna work towards that because it is something that we're just digging out right now i love that shit see yeah. that's what i fucking love so be outside of um we, we've dug into um like a customer experience what it means for you to like retain people uh mm-hmm. how, how long has it been for you to build up your clientele to where it's at now would you say that you're stable are you always looking for new customers i mean oh yeah that second question is dumb just because you're always looking for but what i'm saying is like do you have a stable foundation i mean it's not a dumb question because it's it's, i think it's subjective because there are times man where i would tell you i'll be honest with you like i am looking for more people than 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 other like weeks or months or seasons does that make sense Uh. so like but that's the beauty of this job. Like you, you can dictate at a certain level. I'm not gonna lie. At a certain level, like as, when you when you have your own space, like you got way more free like freedom and stuff. You know what I mean? So like now I'm in a position where I can either a post a lot, and I think that's why I haven't been posting because I haven't been looking for more people. Um, due to other things, like I I just had my daughter. Uh, she's gonna be two, and she's a lot of work. And and I'm not gonna lie to you, I don't stay as late as I used to. Like I would, man, I used to stay till like one in the morning, twelve at time because I didn't have nothing to do. Right. My girlfriend was cool with it. She's like, "You're making money, cool. Go go do your thing," you know. But now it's like I'm a I'm, I'm a dad, so I got to be a dad first. So it's like, um, definitely, definitely though, man. Uh, so you're so you made the point, um, and I want to say that we're going to talk about your daughter here shortly no, yeah. but uh so i'm glad you brought her up yeah um but you find yourself in positions where you're not marketing to get new um clients i can resonate with that because um in my uh, like a my personal job like mm-hmm. there's comp- like small businesses small um, small and mid mid-sized businesses for that matter who don't market because they're um, like their supply chain, like their inventory, they don't have enough inventory. Cause if they put up an ad, they'll get a thousand orders. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And they're like, we, there's no, if we do that, we're going to be on back order for six weeks. And that's going to create a those bunch are, of negative comments and shit. Those you are know? good. Well, I, I was going to say, those are good problems to have. It is a, a good company, problem to have. Now, what I'm saying though, is that like, um, there are correlations in that you're at a stable place that like, yeah. I even, even through like the marketing that you're doing, um, you know, getting in, taking in new customers isn't uh, exact. I guess like top of mind is that what I'm gathering? Yeah, you could say that. Yeah, I mean, you're are you do you, are you gathering new clients like right like without trying, but not <laughs> as, but, but not but not as many as I could. That right. makes sense. Yep. Like I know definitely if I was out there promoting and posting and keeping up like how I used to. Uh, I would probably have a lot more people because I'm not going to lie to you. Um, uh, I used to be booked out like, and see, that's the gamble. That's the, that's the risk I took though, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, at Ramirez, when I was at Ramirez, I was, I was booked out like two weeks in advance, uh, weekdays and weekends. Here's kind of like, Oh, I'll book out maybe the day before. Sometimes not even like the weekdays are kind of slow now, right now. But that, but, the, but again, like, I feel like that's because of the choice that I made by trying to kind of, like you said, not overdo it. And and I know other people that do that too, you know, and, but it, like I said, that's, that's just the freedom that I have and that I'm thankful for, honestly, like 
but I definitely need to post more. Yeah, yeah. So when you can, when you when you feel like it's like, oh shit, I gotta ramp this shit up. Yeah. Like then, you, oh yeah, you'll you see have control post. that. Yeah, <laughs> you'll see you'll see the fucking post, man. You'll, you'll see something of me, man. You'll, <laughs> you'll, you know that's that's just to remind you, like, hey, oh, you might look in the mirror and be like, oh, I might need to come see Isaiah Bland or something. Get right. right. Yeah. But uh, I ain't gonna lie to you. Like a lot, of, I, I tell people too. You know, uh, if you recommend me someone, you know that helps too. Yeah. But I don't. I don't expect people to like be on top of that, you know. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I do get new people just because they f- go through my Instagram. That's they've been up, you know what I mean, and stays up. There's a book that um, I'd like to recommend to you. Um, it's called Raving Fans. Raving Fans, and I'll send you a link. Okay. Um, but it touches on your clients um, or clients or customers um, being raving fans for your brand. Yeah. And so what you just touched on as far as uh, referrals are concerned, they're more apt to refer you before someone else or have you in the group of referrals that they um, give yeah. to people. Yeah. Like, like I, you're like in, so the reason why I said the last part is because you're like in my group of referrals yeah. that I give to, I give clean cut. I do. I, like yeah. I go yeah. through everything, you know, yeah. but it it's all uh, like, I understand though too that a lot of folk, like a lot of the guys that I recommend, um, their schedules are fucking booked up. So I'm yeah. like, yo, like I don't know if you need one today mm-hmm. or if you need one in a week, but either way, here's like four different contacts to go hit up. Yeah, and one they may not, they may all be booked out till next week. So yeah. good luck. But that's what I got for you. Don't go to great clubs. Anyway, um. See, and you're and you're a good good customer and good friend, good client. Yeah, hell yeah. So that's what I'm saying though. Like, I don't think a lot of people do that. I ain't gonna lie to you, but 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 I see it a lot though. Like, uh, you know, raving the, fans. It's a raving good book. fans. I'll definitely look. Send me the link. I'll yeah, definitely yeah. buy it. Uh, because I think that I think that's totally true. Uh, because I look at it like, man, I wake up and I'm like, I look at my appointments, man, and I'm like, all these people, man, I'm thankful for. Cause there's Let's so much. Let's go. Yeah, cause, 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 cause this, and this is why, cause there's so many barbers out here. There's so many, bro. Like, there's one on every corner almost now, like California. Yeah. And like, any day, any given moment, any second, they could just wake up and be like, I don't want to go to this guy no more. I don't want to pay his price. I don't want to make the drive. Whatever the excuse may mm-hmm. be, you know what I mean. It's like so fragile, bro. You. That's why I feel like you got to give your clients. The best experiences and the best experience, the best cut quality over quantity. You man. know what I mean? Because this, this, the money you make, you can make good money, man. But then you see the slow, the slow side of of, of the industry as well. Like anything, like mm-hmm. any job, like it'll get fast and it'll get it'll pick up and then it'll get slow again. And that's where you got to be smart, man. And I'm like, you gotta you gotta be able to save your buddy for times like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's where you, and I feel like that's where I'll speak for myself, where I appreciate people more. Definitely, man. Like they're raving fans. Like yeah, yeah. Like that's an interesting. I it's not even interesting. I love to hear that you have that appreciation um, and the wherewithal mm-hmm. to look at your schedule and be like, "Damn, dog, thank you, thank you, thank you," yeah. because of everything you just touched on on the fr- fragility yeah. of the industry and yeah. how the the the. North star. So the guiding light for success in a service based industry like this is the customer service piece because that, you know, you don't have a product per se, you have a service that it's, it's a hybrid kind of thing because you're, there is a product yeah. to some degree because the product is your, but not like an your, actual product, but like not like a product. Yeah. Yeah. But it, like, of, you, yeah, yeah, I mean the, I could go on a fucking tangent on what, why I think that that might be, can be argued a product anyway the point is is that um i have experienced the other the latter side so like Mm -hmm. i have definitely uh like i'll switch out my barbers you know not not all the time but uh i've had to uh just not hit one up anymore and 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 it's because of some customer service things. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I was just like, damn, this is like the fourth time this has happened. Um, I'm just good. You know, it's, it feels like you're not exactly taking it. 
and that's and that and, and that's that, fucked up. Yeah, it's fucked up, but it sucks sometimes too because, like, shit just doesn't correlate. Yeah, like it really doesn't. You know, like like I hope you know, but I'm I'm sure there's people that might feel that way about my schedule and, and the things that I've done. Like I ain't gonna lie, like I, like sometimes life happens. You know what I mean? And that's why I said the fourth time. Yeah, four times. That's that's kind of pushing it. I mean, I w- I wouldn't try to. I mean, play like with people's time like that. You know. Yeah, no, but uh, well, it's because I don't like to play with people's time either, and no, I have definitely. been in the position where I have yeah. played with people's time, and yeah. I have been looked at that's fucking you, that's, foul. That's how you learn to appreciate right. everyone's time in general. Like you waste someone's time, you waste your own. Like, but it's nothing personal ever. Right. Yeah. What says so? Look, we're um, what's the official name of the of your business? Up, up, ne- up next barbers up next barbers up next we've had this conversation about the beginning like the how the name up next came about mm-hmm. how did it come about let these folks like, man I, I ain't gonna lie i was in my kitchen and i just started writing down names on a piece of paper like i thought of the name uh within like a couple of days i'm not gonna lie really i, I think we had a different name I, I can't remember what the other day was gonna be but it was a good one too but i just thought up next made more sense in the time being. Yeah. But I just thought about it in my head. Like, I don't know. I, it I, was, wasn't, I, I it, was writing things down. It wasn't like suggested to you or some shit. Mm-mm. Like, oh, okay. Huh. Um, okay. So I think it's a sick ass name. Thank you. Yeah. I think it's fucking. Yeah. I, I try to have a lot of, I try to have like meaning behind it too. You know, mm-hmm. like, what's the meaning behind it? Up next at the time for me, cause I, I started cutting hair when I was 13. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. No. Yeah. So I started cutting hair when I was 13. I didn't stay consistent consistent with it until I was in about tenth grade, because that's when you know you're in you're around a lot of people, and a lot of people start caring about how they look in high school, and a lot of people don't have money in high school, so they come. So I I started hitting up my friends like, "Yo, um, let me cut your hair for free. Let me cut your hair for free. I live down the street from the high school, so it's convenient. Yeah, it's for free. What else do you, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm learning. That's the only thing that's to it. But I'm not." bad if that makes sense right like I, I, I believe that i'll give you a decent haircut a lot of them came man like i like i ain't gonna lie I, I built a lot a lot of my clientele in high school oh damn uh yeah like man like bro you got prom you got football games you got assemblies you pe- bro people want to look good and if you're doing it for free man will you give me some tips yeah definitely. Oh, okay, okay, but, okay. But, but but not as much as you might think bro i was <laughs> Man, I had a lot of cheap friends, bro. I had I had some friends, man. I'm gonna put them on the spot. I had a, I had some friends that would uh, they would tell me after the cut, oh, I got you next week. Like that's when I get paid, and I'm like, in my head, I'm trying to wrap around like you really came into into my house, like yo, to get a cut, yeah, a service. I know it's free, bro, but my G, like what? But that's I what I was charging. I know bro, it's that, free, that's bro. That's what I was charging. But bro, I ain't gonna lie to you. I I cut myself out short for a long time, like. I knew I started, I knew like when I started charging bro was when a lot of my friends and even just people that I didn't know were coming to me and they were like, "Oh, why don't you charge for like at least 10 bucks, you know?" All right, cool. I'll start there. 10 bucks. Right, Next yeah. week it's 10 bucks. Everyone's 10 bucks. All right, cool. Then then like a whole year later, bro, like 15 and then finally when I got to Ramirez it was like 25 bucks. That was like the standard price for a haircut back in like 2019 or so 2018 or 2017 one of those because that's when i really started like taking it serious man like after high school like in high school during high school i had other things like i I was like into boxing as well and i was into sports like baseball like my dad loves baseball but i sucked at baseball bro so we had this conversation just last the cut i'm telling you like uh so hold I, on, let's put a pin in that really quick because I want to finish this last, this other conversation. We're going to talk about that shit because we laughed a little bit about that. Um, uh, so you're thir- you were 13 when you started and yeah. gradually like uh, raises the price and all that. Um, mm. What? Um, uh, well, you're you're a young bull. Like, what? How old are you right now? 24. I just turned 24. Damn, 11 years that you've been okay. So you've been 11 years. Ruff, yeah, roughly. Because I'm telling you, man. Like when I was 13, I was just. I was just cutting up my brother and my dad. Yeah. And, like, I remember cutting up my dad for the first time. It was so funny, man. Like, I was so scared. My dad took me to Ross to get some clippers. And, he, okay. and, and I at the time, I didn't know you had to have liners, too. So he just bought me the clipper. 
And so I just, like, I remember we were like, he's like, he, he took me to Ross. We went, got him, went back home. He went in the shower. I got in the, got in the shower and just put the, uh, put the towel over his neck. And he's just like, all right, come out here. And I remember mid-cut, I forgot, like, some steps. So I just walked out. I was like, hold on, I got to go get a drink. But I was really on my phone watching the steps, like, to remember. What step, steps for what? Like, doing a... To his fade. Oh, okay. His haircut. <laughs> I don't even I don't I don't even I don't even remember how it looked. Yeah. But shout out to my dad and that's yeah, why shout he, out. and that's why he gets free cuts. He's the only one that I give free cuts to. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and what the hell? I would give my brother free cuts too cuz he was a test dummy, man. Like I sent I sent him to trips, man. F'd up, bro. He's Like I remember I remember he was he was in baseball and and I had cut his hair for like a tournament. I messed up his haircut to to start off, and then second of all, his coach was making fun of him because I left like some hairs back here. Oh dang! Okay, so it's it's a journey, man. It's and, like, a journey. It's but, like a journey. I, what I'm telling you is like I, I didn't really stick with it so much when I was 13, though, man. Like I stopped for like a year or two because I I didn't see it picking up. I didn't see it progressing. Like nobody wanted to trust me at that time. And you had other options, uh, not other Definitely. options, other things you were doing. So that's what yep. we circle back to: yep. boxing, yeah. baseball, all that. Sh- yeah. So, like you, uh, you started doing baseball initially. Yeah, when I was like a little kid, bro. Yeah, like peewees. And you were, you were. That was. I was maybe good when I was like, like thirteen, twelve. You know, that yeah. was about my brother, my little brother. He was, he's better, bro. He was, he was the baseball player. But my, like I said, my family. My dad, he's from Central America, so I don't know. Like baseball is big where he's at, where he's from. Yeah. So obviously he wants me to play. Central America, like what? Central uh, Nicaragua. There you go. Yeah, Nicaragua. Uh, so he's from Nicaragua, and over there it's like that's like their sport, baseball. Yeah. Uh, but not for me, man. Uh, I think I turned twelve when I started boxing. I found this gym called KO, and my dad, my dad was really supportive. So that's what helped me man like and so yeah i was doing those types of things like but i was boxing every day bro i ain't gonna lie i was boxing every day i competed a little bit too so those type of things kept me away from cutting hair and i wasn't making no money cutting hair at the time yeah i wasn't getting any better like i honestly bro was so discouraged i think i was discouraged so much to one point i sold my my partner because i've known him for like 10 plus years okay we started cutting hair together damn and i sold him all my shit what at one point because i was like i don't want to do this like good like no one's no one comes to me. I'm not getting better. Like I'm not making no money. But at the time, he was like progressing, getting better, making money. Uh, a lot of his a lot of his clientele was coming in and paying him, bro. At, at, and at the age of like 15, 14, he was making good money, like good Damn. money for a 15 year old. And then when I seen that, bro, I was like, man, if my if my bro can do it, and we start at the same time, kind of like I could do it too, you know? Yeah. That's when I tell you when I when I when I got to tenth grade though, man. That's when I like I gotta I gotta do this, you know. Like I already invested so much money, bro, into like clippers and stuff. And time. And time, definitely, man. Time is more precious than money, bro. That's I mean, I just started cutting hair by just going on YouTube and looking up how to do a fade and how to do a taper. Stop it. But I kid you not, bro. I watched oh hundreds and hundreds of that uh, hours of that shit. Cause you know why, bro? When I started cutting hair, it wasn't like you had a video, all like a whole hour video, or not even an hour. Tutorials aren't even that long anymore. No, but you you used to have to find the YouTube videos in parts. You remember that? Oh uh, yeah, because they, they weren't they were not long videos. Yeah, YouTube was like barely coming up. Yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. So like, I had to go through and find videos, and all those videos, bro, were like two hours long. They had no editing, nothing, just straight them cutting. You know what I mean? Wow. So I kind of got, I, I honestly, I'm blessed because I got, I got to get into it. Wow. Like That's when it cha- right before it changed. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. barbering has changed significantly. Like we're the new era of barbers. Damn. You know what I mean? And 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 all the guys that have already been here, like they're just true to the game. Like they're just they're they're doing what they have to do. Mm-hmm. You know? And and it's sad because I see sometimes, man, like some some barbers they don't want more. You know what I mean? Like some barbers are cool with where they're at and what and being working for someone else or something like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's cool. Whatever. Yeah. That's the beauty of this industry. Like you, you choose, man. Honestly, and whatever works for you. We keep coming back to the you choose that you choose piece, um, and the freedom of what a career choice that this can, um, well, the, this has. Um, what what was your driving motivation? F- 
driving factor to to because it can't just be the I'm thinking in my head about like mm. our conversations that we've had in the past and like your drive um, that I've seen just through conversation. Like, what got you to this like entrepreneurial, uh, entrepreneurial spirit? Who what, did that come from? Your fucking it's it's a fucking hard word. Uh, is it mom and dad or uncle? Fucking Def- definitely mom and dad. Uh, my dad was like a really good role model. My mom, I kind of bumped head with my moms a little bit, uh, but I think it was more so tough love, you know what I mean? But my mom and my dad, hustlers, man, hustlers to this day. That's why it kind of sucks, bro, because I, I don't be having a grant. I don't be having like a sitter and shit because <laughs> they're, too busy, oh, cause they're, they're too, they're too busy living their life still. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like grinding. Like my mom, she's, she just barely graduated from being an esthetician, Woo! esthetician school. So, and I love that for her because our parents or my parents, right? Like. They worked hard, man. And my dad, he 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 seen some luxuries in his life. Like he 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 had some money in in his time, but my mom too. But what I'm getting at is like they like my mom finally has freedom, bro. Like she's been at her job for twenty years. Oh wow! And luckily, man, it's not it's not like a what is a demanding job, but they're not like to her neck since she's kind of like seniority now mm-hmm. like you you come you come and go as you choose you kind of get a little bit more leniency uh my dad not so much my dad he still has to work like like i don't know if i told you this last week but like my dad like it bothers me man to see my dad uh like not be able to take sick days or something like he really feels oh you didn't sick. tell me this no yeah well like 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 for instance like me bro like i'm thankful i thank god every day man or i try to at least that i can at least call my days off when i'm sick Right. Some people don't have that luxury, like my dad. So that's what motivates me. That's what built the entrepreneurship side, kind of, and kind of sparked it in me, where I was like, "Time is more valuable than money." But how do I get this money so that I can save? So I could, so I could save other people's time, my Woo! dad's time, my mom's time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, money to create magic, and some magic yeah, for bro. some people is time. Yeah, a lot of people yeah, is time. A lot of people, my. I mean, creating magic moments even with your daughter and just like, and that's that, that but in order to do that, you I, need time. I ain't going to lie to you, bro. Like, I'm, I'm blessed because, like, I, I was allowed, like, my clientele allowed me to move to my own space with my partner at the right time. Like, because if I would have been at another shop or I wouldn't, or I wouldn't have been able to, you know, make the moves, then I probably would have been way more stressed out trying to make appointments and do all this stuff, you know, mm-hmm. be a dad. And so, like, being able to control your time, man, is it's that shit is priceless. It's fucking everything. Like, bro, if you really think about it, like, like for instance, I use my dad, like, cause it sucks. Like, I'm gonna get my dad out of it one day, but like, you, uh, uh, somebody tells him what time to wake up. Someone tells him what time to go to lunch. Someone tells him what time to go home. Someone tells him what time to go to sleep. Damn, that's not freedom. No, you know what I mean. Not. And my dad works hard, but that's just leaving proof that you don't that now. And nowadays, you can't just work hard. You got to make smart moves and smart choices. Right. Absolutely. So it's like, I agree with you. I agree with you. Everything you're saying. I think it's really important to um, recognize what new wave of um, uh, opportunities are here for, you know, for us to be able to take advantage of. Because uh, I, I'm, I'm sure you've been told this, and everyone's been fucking told this, but the the old adage of uh, work smarter, not harder. You know, yeah. and I think right now. And it's only going to become more um, present uh, that we're going to be able to have the, the ability to for real work smarter and not harder. Like, yeah, there's like YouTube automation. Um, there, there's a, there's a lot of different uh, avenues for revenue streams. Definitely, you know what I'm saying. Definitely, bro. So that leads me into my next question for you. I don't know. Did you have something to say really quick? No, no, okay, this leads my next question for you. Um, what is, what are some other things that you're you know, passionate about, like that you, you know, outside of barbering, um, for revenue stream goals. Like, are there other things that you have your eyes on, you know? Uh, yeah. Cause you're still, they're, you know, they're all, they're all just ideas at the moment. Sure. Definitely. But I mean, I, I always wanted to start with the basics. I feel like the basics is owning a home, owning property, starting there. You know what I mean? Fucking uh, yeah, dude. Like buying a home. Cause I need one now. 
I got a family. Mm-hmm. Maybe if I was like a like a like a just no kids, and I would have been like, uh, maybe I'll just get like some property, like some rental properties lease or something. But I ain't gonna lie, man. I'm really thankful for my business partner because he kind of instills all those ideas too in my head. Like, man, we need we need to go in on you know a rental property or property, just any type of property or some type of investments. You know, I've always wanted to get into like crypto and stocks and stuff because I feel like that stuff is that stuff looks fun and interesting. Mm-hmm. And if I can create rent like revenue when I'm not there. That's the main goal, bro. Passive income. Passive income, bro. Like right now, like I'm a, I'm a, I like what my uncle said. This is my uncle told me. He said, right now you're a, you're a censored faucet. So you, so when you, when you put your hand into a censored faucet is when you get the water, but when you don't have your hand in, you ain't getting nothing. So you're, so pretty much if I'm not here working, I'm not here getting paid. Damn. So that how is can, a wild analogy. So, so how can you make money while you're not working? Right. That's the million dollar question. You well, the I mean, what you do is you create a, a fucking hand to stay in front of the faucet. That's that's what those those Facts, events, that's that, what those yeah. passive income bro, is. It, You're like, oh well, definitely. I'm just gonna put this right here, and we now expanding, bro. Yeah. Like, like, bro, that's why I love this game because no matter if it's cutting hair or owning things like owning a shop or in like being an inventor or something, you know, uh, inventing a product or something like, yeah. you can make. Tons of money, not just cutting hair. Oh, right. You know yeah. what I mean? So, like, I, I plan on doing like things like these- that, too. Like, I, I, when I get a shop, I, I hope to, like, be able to invest into a product. Like, I want to invest into a product with me and my partner, and we want to, like, hopefully do good. Because I see, like, a lot of local companies are doing really good out here. Like, there's a lot of money out here. There's money everywhere. It's mm-hmm. all in abundance. So, pretty much, like, They're yeah. printing it every single fucking day. Yeah, every day they print money. So yeah, so I'm it's like, everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's definitely. So, but I'm like you right here. Take money right here, but like since I'm from, you know, I'm from Utah, and I kind of want to, kind of want to make something here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and then hopefully expand, and that's my goal to franchise or something, maybe. Yeah, one day. That's. I mean, these those those are not lofty goals, and I think that um, I mean you're well capable and deserving of those blessings. Yeah, thank um, you. You. We, we've been uh, we've covered a lot we've covered a lot and we have been touching on through the conversation like uh, your family and like how um, you had uh, the flexibility to stay longer take more take more on or what or what have mm-hmm. you and then um, how you through I don't even know if you heard yourself but I was listening that like uh, you want to spend those times with your daughter to, you know, continue to grow and foster that relationship. Obviously what has been the, um, the biggest reward that you have experienced in fatherhood? Uh, One of the biggest rewards, cause there's plenty watching her grow up, but definitely take, if you want, uh, shit, taking her home, taking her home. Uh, my daughter spent like 130, like 113 days in the NICU. She was born at like 24 weeks. So that's why I said like I, I left Ramirez and shout out to him because he, man, like that's where I built my clientele, bro. Like for real. Shout and, out to Ramirez. Yeah, shout out Ramirez Barber Lounge. And I left there at the perfect time, man, because you know, you think that and you would only hope for your 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 girl and your, your guys' pregnancy to be healthy, you know, and, and pretty much normal. You know what I mean? I call mm-hmm. it normal. But, uh, bro, my girlfriend was like, mm, yeah, 24 weeks. And pretty much I had to rush her to the hospital. Uh, I got to the hospital. Luckily, man, thankfully, bro, like, sh- like she was crazy, bro. But luckily, when we got there, they obviously, like, try to find her heartbeat first. Because my girlfriend woke up, bro, and she was bleeding. Mm. Bleeding, man. And I was like, oh, no, that's not a good sign. Rushed to the hospital. Find, they Luckily, man, found the heartbeat. Said, okay, okay. We're on the right track. They leave, come back after, like, 10 minutes, and they're like, all right, we got some good news. We got some bad news. Which one do you want first? We're like, give us the bad news. Like, the bad news, she's gonna have to, she has to come out right now. Oh my! I was like, God. "What do you mean?" I'm like, she has to, "You just told us everything was okay, right?" They're, and they and I guess like my girl, my girl was already dilating, bro. Like like her body was reacting as if she was already going into labor. Yeah. So like we we got to do an emergency C section. Uh, 
rushed her to the other room. I started getting into my scrubs, whatever. And then I remember, bro, they told me, they're like, so we have to tell you this, you know, obviously, like, your daughter only has, like, a 41% chance of surviving. Oh, my God. I'm like, damn. Start calling everyone, because it was around, like, roughly 4 in the morning, bro. Okay, so this is fucking mad early. Early. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So then they, so then they yeah, okay. they do the C-section, bro, and uh, she went straight to the NICU, bro. Like, I didn't even get to see her, like, when she was born, technically. Like, wow. I didn't get to see her for, like, three hours. Wow. To, so that they could, like, hook her up and, like, put her up, hook her up to, like, the, what is it called? I forgot what the little box is called. No. Um, incubator? No. Yeah, the incub- incubator. It is, is, a, it okay, is an incubator. Okay, yep. that sounds like for food, doesn't it? It sounds is a it little incub- bit. No. I think it is the, I don't know, bro. The little it, box, bro. Yeah, the little yeah, box, yeah. bro. It's, it sucks. So. Dude, it sounds like it's for food for some reason in my head. I don't know. But anyways, is it the incubator? It is an incubator, bro. Okay, I swear okay, it okay, is. And okay, if it an isn't, then okay. whatever, bro. Change the name. All right. Change the name. But yeah, man, so I got to finally see her, and it was, man, it, she was like the size of my hand. No way. Yeah, like the size of my hand, bro. And they had like her, they had her hooked up to like an oxygen, like the, like one of the strongest like oxygen machines that they had, bro. It was like, it wasn't a, it wasn't a pretty scene to see, bro. Like her chest was like, like bump, like so fast bros like she was so small yeah so me and my girlfriend marched there like every day bro like and i'm thankful that at least i got to be here through all that because i took so much time away from work i was gonna say how did that affect obviously directly um bro i'm not gonna lie to you bro (sighs) i think my daughter was born on a thursday and i went to work the next day like i was up all night that night and then my mom like was like oh i'll just stay with uh with my girlfriend lex her name's lex he's like i'll just stay with lex and and you go work you know because i had i was a friday and i had so many people bro and for some reason i was just like bro i'm not trying to stay here like i can't even see my baby yeah i'm not trying to stay here really like my girlfriend's cool i made sure that like i just need to get my head off of this you know yeah i went to work man i ain't gonna lie i cried myself to work damn but i did all the haircuts with a smile. Yeah. Pretend it didn't tell nobody. I didn't tell anybody about nothing, bro. Till she was out of there. Till I knew it was like a for sure, you know? And that's why I tell people like, or I recommend people like, don't put it out there so soon, you know? Because mm. it's so fragile. So like the energy, you know what I mean? Like, and sometimes it's, in, it's out of your control, bro. Like mm-hmm. I, we did everything. Like every, every ultrasound, everything was, she's healthy. She's healthy. She, she looks good. And out of nowhere, that happened, bro. And I'm like, but I'm thankful for it, bro. Because if that would have never happened, man, I wouldn't have learned how to, I would have learned to appreciate it, but not as much, bro. So that's why I say, what is the what is the biggest thing that I get from fatherhood or from being a dad, taking her home, having the blessing to take her home? Damn, that fucking, mm, that's a lot. That's good. That's a good lot. That I'm. Yeah, that man. hits me. Uh, but thankfully, bro, like I can't lie to can't you. Can't even talk. <laughs> yeah, thankfully though, man, through that time, like man, <clears throat> so many people were, so many people, the right people were calling us, bro, like praying for us, bro, like praying for us, like, like support system, supportive, man, like, and that's why I think that, the, like, if you look at my daughter, bro, you wouldn't even be able to tell she was a NICU baby, bro, like she, 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 like, cause a lot of NICU babies, bro, they either high chances of them being like having to have glasses because mm-hmm. of all the air intake all the oxygen that they take i guess it's really bad for their eyes interesting um she doesn't have glasses like she has good vision the only thing is for her is like her, she's delayed in things obviously because she was born so she's like three months weeks, yeah three she months, was yeah. 24 weeks so like she had three more or i don't know how yeah at least three more months because mm-hmm. 36 is like when it's full term 12, and then yeah. after that it's yeah so like She's not walking and stuff yet, but she's crawling. She's doing all that stuff, man. So, so uh, but that's what I'm saying. Home. Like, yeah, taking her home, taking her home, watching her grow, man. I ain't going to lie. They weren't lying, man. They weren't lying when they say they grew up too fast, bro. Really? Fuck. Bro. <laughs> the sincerity in the fuck, dude. Bro. Like, it sucks. Like, would you just like want to carry them? Yeah. Like a little baby? Because you're like, you're not, you're not that big. 
And then they just don't want to like you know what I'm saying? They like because they're, they're big. They're like I, I don't want to hold. You don't yeah. want to be held. I'm grown. Dang. I'm trying to. I got so much energy. I'm trying to yeah. ruin shit. I'm trying to fuck shit up. Dang. Facts. I'm here to. I'm here to fucking run, dang. Um, that yeah, the, that comes up all the time. Is how you know, um, you know, it goes by so fast, and that's that something shit is not an understatement, though. Right, bro. that's why I'm telling you, it's not an understatement. That's like, why I like that's a big um thing that I've been listening to about uh for me is like just cherish like all of it, the whole thing, no matter what, everything. And I it, that's not to say that I wouldn't have it anyway, but yeah. it's important. Like I'm, I'm very much like to. People need a reminder. Yeah, they that's need a reminder, bro. That's all. Just like, yo, man, hey, for real, like they're not getting less younger. Mm-hmm. You we know, ain't what getting saying? younger either. Yeah, exactly. We getting, fuck, we getting old. Bro. Everyone is like, as soon as you know, from from the jump. I mean, uh, it's a race to the finish line, and it's Definitely. a marathon. So Definitely. take your time yep. and um, be, uh, yeah, just take your time. But to take in all the moments. So Definitely. it. I, I'm I'm curious though because because I know that all that had you know had um, that you went through that and yeah. you guys went through that challenge and so I wanted to tap tap into like how it might have affected. Uh, do you think that you're at, like whole per se now? Uh, and when I mean whole is like um, at to you're like back at the same level um, to some semblance like so that you were before uh, she was born like as far as like work productivity all that yeah i think even more how long did that take uh the whole the whole time she was in the nikki bro yeah honestly because okay. that's the only thing that i was worried about like i would cut hair and stuff and do good job bro because people that's what you but like it took me the whole amount of like the duration of her stay at the nikki Cause after that, bro, like once I got her home and once like I seen she was okay and stuff, like I was like, okay, big big weight lifted off my shoulders. And at that time, bro, I feel like as a, as a as a parent, bro, you gotta know when to focus on family time and work time. But I think the whole duration of her NICU stay and probably like a couple weeks after that is when I told my girlfriend I was like, like I'm gonna start picking up with work and I'm gonna start f- focusing again on my work, like. I have a, I have a kind of like a, a, a character to, to, to upkeep. You know of what course. I mean? Like Isaiah blends, you know, like I, I want to represent that to the fullest and best that I can. And that's always been my goal, my goal, man. And my, and my main motivation was to just be able to be known where I'm at, especially if I'm just here, man. Like you got to dream big, but I'm like, if people can know me here for a good cause, you know, not just a waste of space on earth, you know, I put it that way. Like, you actually did something and I'm still trying to do something and leave my mark. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like it took, it took, it, I don't know, just till I figured out she was going to be like, okay, man. And to this day, like we, I see a lot of specialists and stuff to this day, bro. Yeah. I know you, yeah, you told so me it's that. Like, like, so but, it's not like the end, it's not done mm, per se because, mm. uh, so that's why I feel yeah. like I haven't like, you feel me, man? Like I haven't blossomed. That's why we dug that up just yep. now. Like I haven't blossomed and I haven't really tried to, put myself out there as much as i should and i know i should because look at look at the look at how like utah is changing as a whole as a whole bro we got the we got the motherfucking all-star, all-star game, game bro like what the fuck are we talking about like that is a perfect time to for people to you know what i'm saying try yeah. to push yourself and, and put your market in market just in general out put your stuff out there. i'm throwing a show that fucking weekend there you go yeah something to do yeah like that's what people want yeah Something to do and dope shit to see. Put, you know what I mean? Put myself like, out there. Definitely. And honestly, that came by. I, I don't mean to. Oh, we'll come back. But like that opportunity, February 19th at Metro Music Hall, Terminology. Um, I'm going to be performing my EP, uh, Yesterday's Poem there, which releases on the 17th. Jay Villain, Valcone, D. Cohen, um, Spades, um, and uh, Mescal, hosted by Rhyme Time, DJ Poetic C on the wheels, in association with self-expression music. Um, and then we got a, a battle between Mike Bailey and Josh Matter. Bang! February 19th. Fucking be tickets there, online. Be there, be square. Um, anyway, so I didn't. I forgot that the about the All-Star Weekend, okay? Mm-hmm. So I got this opportunity to get this date through Metro Music Hall. And I was, I, it's a Sunday, and I was like, fuck, I... 
I'm really looking for something in March on a Saturday, you know, like, yeah. and he was like, I have nothing else in March. And, um, I was, and I didn't want to push out to April. So I was like, okay, cool. I'll take it. Fucking dog. No more. And then I found, I, I found, so I found out that it was on all-star week and I was like, oh man, this is the fuck dude. This is the universe fucking answering. And I didn't say no. I said yes. Yeah. Say yes more than you say no. Obviously, say no to drugs. But fucking say yes more than you say no. <laughs> Definitely, bro. Um, Blessing in the sky. Yeah, that's shit, what I'm saying. Shit happens for you. That was a manifestation because I was looking for something to be able to continue to build this brand. That's what. Mm -hmm. I, that's like my subconscious is yeah. thinking about Mike Masters and what I can yeah. continue to do. And obviously, I wanted a stage to perform on for for the CP because I'm really proud of it. You know. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So um, to go back to what we're talking about you um, having this uh, even right now, as we're talking this aha moment of like, yo, like I, I, I can fucking, you know, step back up to the plate and really start putting my grind in because I I'm, you know, deserving of that. But also yeah. I think about it because I'm about to be a father in May is that I don't, it's, excuse me. I'm going to phrase this the way that I'm affirming it to myself. I am going to show my son what hard work is definitely and um because that's what my dad showed me my dad's yeah. naturally very industrious um shout out to dads man. yeah for real so he has a bunch of stuff going on all the time too so mm -hmm. like i got this i got mm -hmm. music mm -hmm. i got the battle league um family life you know yeah. my job my nine to five which yeah that's even something that I'm looking to just turn into a different revenue stream. So it's just so. replacing that revenue stream with a more freedom. Yeah. Um, that has more freedoms. Yeah. Excuse me. You know what I'm saying? Point is that's a revenue stream. Yep. Um, right now. Mm -hmm. So there's a, a lot of different things that I'm doing. And I was going to say something else, but I'm going to keep that on the back burner right now. I almost, <laughs> I almost just leaked something and I should not have. So I didn't. Yeah. You better be careful. <laughs> Slow down. Yeah. Slow down. Play. Um, so yeah, so I, I bring that up because uh, about like showing what I what my intentions are to show my son like yo this is like dad works hard like that none of this shit came for for free mm -hmm. you know I I and this is what I do so like um to build that understanding with with him at a very early age and him knowing like because I'm gonna take him to the studio with me and I'll I, I like little ass headphones on you know yeah. so to block out like sound yeah. and, um make sure fools aren't fucking smoking weed in the joint you yeah. know like, yo my two-year-old nah, yeah, you bro. gotta regulate that yeah, shit my, people, my, people don't care bro no i know <laughs> yeah they will with me or or, or i'll or i'll you gotta me, or i will schedule my own yeah, sessions facts. you know whatever you gotta do man the whatever point is do. whatever i have to do and yeah. if, if if he's not coming with me like he will come with me like i don't yeah. give a fuck like i have yeah. plenty of stories i think i've talked about them on here if i haven't they'll come up through osmosis but uh, my dad had when he was pursuing his degree bro i we would wait outside of his classroom at salt lake community college on uh state the um one off of the state like 13th he because he didn't you know he wasn't gonna pay a babysitter or whatever mm -hmm. and it was like six his class was like six to eight thirty or some shit and we were like i mean we weren't little kids we were like 11 or 12 and shit but you got a degree 10, 10 9 yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, 10, 11 years old, but like 10 or 11 years old, like you don't want to be sitting down, but yeah. hindsight is 2020. I, it, I wasn't really pissed off about it because we would just like walk around the fucking school, like walk in the halls. But, um, my dad was like, I'm still going to accomplish this shit. Yeah. And I'm taking these little motherfuckers with me and Hey, wait here. I'll be back in a little bit when that, you know, at seven yeah. is when I'm supposed to be getting out. So just make sure you're back fucking right here sitting down, you know? Um, so that's why I say for like you, I, yeah. I admire the fact that even through this, you know, uh, process of talking, because this is the most that we've conversed um, yeah. outside of a, you know, barber chair, even though this is like as long sometimes as a cut is, but it's a whole different yeah, setting, you know? Definitely. Um, but for you to um, have any sort of inkling to get back on the grind pretty hard mm. it's i mean i think that's sick as fuck it's where it starts yeah it's where it starts just identifying and be just like identifying. discovery but yeah. i mean you can't stay there too long you can't stay there too long why can't you stay there too long because then you'll just talk about it your whole life bro. let's go so and i've and i've learned that my dad taught me that bro like you don't you don't speak 
shit about anything about the shit you actually care about, like what you want to do, like your moves, your plans, you like you don't speak about that. You keep you you keep that to yourself because once you throw it out there, like I said, same thing with kids, like people might people might not want the best for you. So you got to protect it. Ooh. You got to protect it. And it sucks, bro, because I had to protect this. Like pe- some of the people that I thought would support me, to them this shit looked at looked at it like they looked at it as a joke. Like I recall people telling me like get a get a real job. What? Yeah, people that I actually like thought that would like my own family. You know what I mean? But like, wow. I don't like that. But not to that extent. Like not to like where they were mean and and they were just like, oh, you cut hair. Like why don't you get a real job? I'm like, I do have a real. This job. is a real job. But that's when the, that was the start. You know. Now it's like. Now they see the, the 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 little bit of beauty behind it, and they're like, "Good job, good job, yeah, hell yeah." Well, so that's why it's like you gotta appreciate it, bro. Yourself, protect yeah. it, care for it like if it's your kid. Yeah, I I, I definitely appreciate um, what you know all the new opportunities that are coming about and how much. Uh, I'll be honest with you, shit. So it, it feels like I'm like seeing it before it happens. I mean, obviously, I'm not entirely mm-hmm. but i read um a lot of neville goddard and um i keep talking about it i'll talk about it till my breath is gone but there's a book called the game of life and how to play it by florence shin i think i've brought that up you did, to you. Yeah. yeah um it's a quick two and a half hour uh listen mm. it's not wild at all and it's um i mean it's it's sparked me into um massive uh transition and change um, and that I'm very grateful for. And I am um, a fucking giant, bro. I am the shit. You got to you you know? wear that shit on your sleeve, bro. Mm-hmm. got to be a warrior with it. I absolutely Relentless. feel that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bro, this has been fun. I've taken up a lot of your time. And I, I'm I, taking a lot of yours. Doc, I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, I appreciate it a ton. Um, where can people... I know we've already touched on the Instagram. Is there any, anything else that... Yeah, we launched our website, upnextbarbers.com. It's probably the first one you see on Google. I'm not going to lie to you. Upnextbarbers.com. Barbers. Barbers. Okay. What and is it NXT? Because I'm looking at the... Oh, yeah, yeah. There you go. It's... uh No, it's spelled properly. Okay. U- <laughs> U-P- yeah, we didn't, we didn't do the uh, NXT, no. Nah. So U-P-N-E-X-T Barbers.com. Oh. Yeah, that's our booking. Find us, find our schedule. I think you can see a little bit about us there too. A little picture or something. That's <laughs> just playing. It'll be in the, <laughs> you can check us out and shit. There's a little about us. Yep. Um, they'll, they'll be in the, in the description uh, here and um, also his Instagram as well to check out um, his new posts that are going to be coming up too. Cause it fire. sounds like, yeah, he's a fire as fuck. Fire stuff. I'm going to, I definitely got to invest in some videos, bro. Yeah. Hell I, yeah. Yep. There's a bunch of apps. There's a there's a bunch of apps. Definitely. There's a bunch. My man, thank you so much, Thug. Thank you. I appreciate it. Fucking short short being out. Episode eleven, and uh, yeah, man, we're out. That's it. Cut. Spare fingers. Yes.